Entrepreneur on Fire 529. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Wish you could read your favorite book anywhere, anytime. Not always possible, but you can listen anywhere, anytime with audiobooks.com. Get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Fire Nation. FreshBooks is a simple online accounting solution built for small business owners just like you. Try FreshBooks for free for 60 days. Visit getfreshbooks.com and enter fire in the how did you hear about us section. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Patrick Pettit. Patrick, are you prepared to ignite? Flame on. <laughs> oh, yes, Fantastic Four. Patrick is the founder, CEO of Sage Law Practice Group. As a former mechanical engineer, he rejected the status quo. Instead, he asked, how would my clients want me to practice law? The answer, Cinex Law, which is a law firm and a technology company with a mission to redefine multifamily law. Giving our listeners just a little overview, Patrick. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Awesome. I'm really happy to be on uh, your podcast. I can tell you, I'm, my story is very traditional. I was public schooled. And I want to point out that's a verb. It's It was action taken against me, against my will. <laughs> but public school was a great forum. It really taught me a lot about people. Um, it also taught me that I don't want to be just an average guy. I don't want to follow right down the middle of the road. Um, kind of that great American philosopher Wanda Sykes said, I'm a be me. And <laughs> I think that's what, what I've always tried to do is try to find an opportunity where I can be the absolute best at what I want to do. And for me, I, I tried to be a mechanical engineer. I was good at it. I was getting awards. I was getting promotions. But I really had this nagging sense that I was never going to be the best person out there. I was never going to be that guy with all the right answers and all the right leadership. And I wanted to get more involved in business. So I went to law school um, because I knew it would give me great skills. It would, it would force my brain to look at the world in a dramatically different way than I was looking at it as a, a left brain engineer. Now I'm using the right brain and really trying to um, bring those two skills, very, very different skills um, to, to bear. And I've always had this passion for entrepreneurship. And so early in my legal career, I focused on um, entrepreneurs, listening to their stories, much like the podcast. And, and I got to say, I really love what you've done with this podcast, because for guys like me, for your listeners, it is amazing to hear all of the different perspectives, all of the different experiences allow us to bring it right into our car, bring it right into our daily lives so that we can really take action on that. And that's that really is special. And, I, and I'm and i not just saying that. I really, really mean it. 
Well, Patrick, I am really honored to have you come on Entrepreneur on Fire and share that. It really means a lot to me, obviously, as somebody that's so passionate about podcasting and about entrepreneurship in general. And, you know, I do come from a family of lawyers, Patrick. And so I've seen the inside. My father at 28 years old hung up his own shingle, started his own law practice, which he still runs to this day. And I saw firsthand how much a law practice can be an entrepreneurial venture. I mean, he was hiring his own employees. He was running his own business. He was marketing for himself. Every single time that next wave came in, whether that be workers' compensation, whether that be social security law, whether that be real estate, whatever that great way was, he was able to adjust because he was that entrepreneurial lawyer. And so many people can do that in so many different fields. So it really is inspiring. And I'm excited for you to be sharing exactly what you've created to redefine multifamily law. But before we really dive into that, Patrick, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. All right. Well, I, I am a um, technology fan. I love going on the internet. I love podcasts. And this is a quote I actually found in a couple different places. I found it on Pinterest of all places. <laughs> um, but then that led me over to YouTube. And, and this guy is a really engaging speaker. Uh, but the quote is this, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And it's a, a pastor, actually, Eric Thomas, um, really engaging guy, but it really says a lot about uh, the drive I have, and I think the drive of a lot of your listeners. It's a really powerful quote, and it's actually a really inspiring video that I'll have to link up to in the show notes page where he tells that quick story, Patrick, about taking a guy that said, I'll do anything to succeed. I'll do anything to be an entrepreneur and just you know be a success in life. So the guy takes him out to the ocean, and he says, okay, well, if you're going to do anything to be a success, listen to me and don't hesitate. Walk out into the ocean. They walk out into the ocean together. He takes his head, and he ducks the guy's head underwater, and the guy's squirming around, and he lets it up. And then he looks at him, the guy's like, what are you doing? I could have drowned. He's like, do you know how bad you wanted to breathe while you were underwater? And the guy's like, well, yeah. He's like, well, when you want to succeed as bad as you just wanted to breathe right there, that, my friend, is when you'll be a successful entrepreneur. So really impressive quote and a really inspiring story. And Patrick, when have you actually applied that mantra to your life? Out of necessity. Um when I got out of law school, I was taught all the traditional approaches to being a lawyer, that you had to wear a suit every day, including Saturdays. I'm not sure why you had to wear it on Saturdays, but <laughs> you have all these traditions that are forced upon you. Um, you. You make sure that your clients always come to your office. You make sure that you have 1.5 staff members. You make sure that you take anything that comes in the door that's going to feed your family um, you never go more than 45 minutes from your house or your office, and um, you're taught to revere hourly billing. And, and for me, though, I couldn't live in that framework. I had to succeed, but I had to do it on my own terms, and I had to find a way to do it. And I was struggling to embrace the traditions. I love the practice of law, but I couldn't fit in those traditions. So for me, my breath of fresh air was leading me out of that tradition, out of those norms, and realizing that I could be successful. In fact, the only way I was going to be successful is if I was true to myself, if I was took everything that made me unique, everything that made me one of one, if I used that and relied upon that, 
then that was my breath. That was my freedom. That was that was how I was going to be successful. Oh, I resonate with that so, so well, Patrick. And what I want to do now is take the spotlight and shine it onto your entrepreneurial journey. I mean, Patrick, you're a storyteller. So really take us down to the ground level and share with us that moment in time that you failed. I know there was more than one, but we just want one story of that time when you really fell flat in your face. And Patrick, what were those lessons you learned? Part of being successful is you've got to fail. If you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough, you're not working hard enough, you're not taking the chances you need to be successful. And um, despite that, the practice of law is a 100% business. We have to be right 100% of the time. So it is counterintuitive. It goes against the grain to take a risk and then fail. But it wasn't long ago. Um, We have been growing tremendously. We uh, instead of practicing law by um, billing hours, we generate documents, and we generate legal documents by the thousands. I mean, we're uh, certainly one of the largest in the country in terms of the eviction and collection work we do. And we, I think, had just gotten a little too comfortable, a, a little too relaxed in bringing on new clients. And it took us a couple years, literally, to get a meeting with a new client that had a sizable chunk of business. It took eight months for us to get to the yes, to get to the yes, we want to hire you. It took us six weeks to get started, but it only took one time for us to screw up. And we failed to execute. We failed to get that client and that team of people onto our platform, onto our system, and and do it in a smooth, seamless process. And we like to think we can fix any problems that come up. Clients don't always give you that opportunity. And in this case, um, the problem was we didn't execute. We were overconfident in what we needed to do to bring them on board. Uh, We were rushing too much uh, behind the scenes to do all our due diligence and get them squared away. Um, I delegated too much. I got because of the the geography this client covered, um, which was a multi-state um, practice um, project. Uh, I delegated too much. I got too many cooks in the kitchen. And so where you assume that everybody knows what's going on, the reality is this client was raising their hand. They were standing up and telling us we've got some things that are unique in these some jurisdictions. And so we assumed too much, and and I think the death knell was we didn't listen. We didn't listen enough. We didn't respect our clients' um, wishes, and and we didn't respect their opinion. We kept saying, no, no, we got this. We know how to do this. And we literally, all of that effort went um, spiraling down um, because – after one cycle of doing their documents, we had issues with uh, uh, working with their team, and the team lost confidence very quickly. So it's even in the midst of your success, it is way too easy to assume too much and to listen too little. And, and so the one thing that I take away from that is making sure that we listen, 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 because that any one of those things, if we'd done them differently, would have fixed it. But the most damaging one um, 
in in the debriefing after they fired me, uh, the most damaging one was that I didn't listen to them, and they were unwilling to give me that second chance because they didn't feel that I'd respected them enough in answering their questions and in listening to what they were telling me was different. So very humbling, very difficult. And I say it's not too long ago. It's probably two, three years ago now. But it stings today just as if it was last month. Fire Nation, the word listen is something that I want to resonate through your body. Listen comes into play with every single manner of an entrepreneur. If you listen to your audience, they will tell you what their struggles and obstacles are, and you can create products and services for that. If Patrick had listened a little bit better to his clients, he would have been able to stay ahead of the game and answered their needs. So we have two ears and only one mouth for a reason, entrepreneurs and Fire Nation out there, because we need to listen twice and speak at the most once. And mostly, I just want to repeat those three words again, Patrick, listen, listen, listen. Listen, love that takeaway. And let's go to the other end of the spectrum now. And let's talk about an aha moment, Patrick, a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. As an entrepreneur, you were like, wow, this resonates with me. I think this is going to resonate really well with my potential client base. So what was that moment, Patrick? What was that idea? Tell us that story and the steps you took to turn it into success. I remember it vividly because it really is, there are times in your life, times in your career where you can look back to defining moments. And and the aha moment for me was I was literally sitting at my desk late on a Friday night. It was about 9.30 at night. I was miserable because as a young lawyer, um, I was paying homage to the almighty billable hour. Right. I had uh, clients that were dictating my lifestyle, clients that were dictating my schedule. They were dictating my happiness. And I was not enjoying what I was doing. And it was at that moment, I realized that my dreams were bigger than my reality. I realized that doing business as usual wouldn't allow me to earn the income I wanted. It wouldn't allow me to have the quality of life I wanted, to enjoy what I wanted to do. And if I kept doing things in an ordinary way, I was never going to be extraordinary. I would never have that opportunity to to be the best. And that's that's something that's driven me for a long time. And so I realized that the basic math of being a lawyer is your billable hour. And if there are 2,080 man hours in a year, then the only way that you can incrementally advance your profitability, your top line revenue, is to put in more hours or jack up that hourly rate. And my aha moment was that under that system, I would never be happy and wealthy at the same time. I could be one of them, but it's it's that Jim Collins, uh, you know, the curse of the ore, the beauty of the ant. <laughs> you you have to have both, and so the value proposition was no longer explain the value of my credentials and my diplomas and and the quality of my suits. The value proposition came in the form of their answer. What did they need? They needed a document, and I explained the value of that document rather than having my clients buy into an expectation explanation 
of, of why it took me so long. So commoditizing in some ways the legal practice and, and creating value in the document liberated me from the 2,080-hour math equation. Now it's, if this document is worth $20, well, how many of those documents can I sell? How many documents can I do adequately, properly? And, and so that aha moment was um, realizing that, you know, in the right brain profession of law, that the left brain practice of doing math really mattered. And, and it was a very liberating feeling, even if it took me a while to find my opportunity. Wow. I mean, Patrick, it just is so clear to me when you say that you couldn't be both wealthy and happy because in order to be wealthy, you were going to have to put an insane amount of hours that would not allow you to be happy. And in order to be happy, you'd have to work less, which wouldn't allow you to be wealthy. I mean, it's so clear. It makes so much sense. And I love that Jim Collins quote. So boil it down, Patrick, for Fire Nation. One takeaway from that experience that you would really want us to walk away with. You have to identify what makes you unique. Where do you bring value to your clients? Where do you bring value to your customers? And for me, I was a mechanical engineer, so technology was huge. I'm a lawyer, so I understand the law. And for me, in all the aha moment also was, was bringing these radically different fields together. And I knew I had found the right opportunity when I was leaning fully on my technology as well as my law. And that's where I found happiness because I had liberated myself from the billable hour. I'd embraced um, a new way of doing business and and it was just disruptive to the whole um, traditional ways of doing things. And that's when I found happiness was when I was going to be me, I'm, I'm one of one. I'm the only guy like me. And, and as my wife will say, thank goodness, because um, she can only tolerate one of me. <laughs> it's such an important takeaway for Fire Nation, Patrick, because I really like to kind of equate this to Podcasters Paradise, which is a community that I created to teach people how to podcast. There were already great communities out there. Cliff Ravenscraft's podcasting A to Z. Pat Flynn has his podcast tutorials. But I knew that my listeners, Fire Nation, my tribe, wants to learn how I do things, how I've set up my systems, and that is unique to me. Just like things, Patrick, that you're going to do are unique to you and your listeners and your tribe and your followers and Fire Nation Whatever you're going to create is unique to your personality. Yes, guess what? Other people may be doing something similar. That's proof of concept. Now add your personality. Do it differently. Do it powerfully. And that is going to be a great method to get to where you want to be. And Patrick, what I want to do now is ask you what your proudest entrepreneurial moment is. I've got to say it's it's where I am right now. Um, We are... Um, very comfortable with the concept that our mission is to redefine multifamily law. And multifamily just means apartments. Um, you know, high, high density uh, living in apartments, we deal with all the disputes between the management company and the residents. And I think our, my proudest moment is I'm changing the way that law is practiced. I'm changing the expectations that clients have. I'm delivering information through our, our software product. I'm delivering information that 
to a client base that has never had information before. The legal industry is traditionally a black box. You you only get information out if the lawyer sends you a letter or um, have them for, you know if you're able to get them on the telephone. So we're opening up. We're expanding um, how what's done and how it's done. And and my proudest moment is when I sit down with all these national management companies. I explain what we're doing. And the light bulb goes off. You see in their eyes that we're an answer for a question that they didn't fully know was available or, you know, that they didn't know was out there. And so that's my proudest moment is is really having other people sit down with us that that need our services and have them say yes. I, I mean, just that affirmation that comes through when someone buys your service and someone believes in you and, and they say thank you, that yes, that is my proudest moment. So Patrick, you've created something that you are so proud of. You've created something that you're so passionate about. Share with Fire Nation one thing within all of this. It just really has you fired up today. Once you build a team around you, that can accomplish some great things. In our core area of practice, consumer laws are becoming more and more aggressive. There are 71 consumer laws that deal with, um, uh, that the federal government has put out there. There's ever-increasing enforcement, and yet there's no opportunity to communicate out with the folks that are doing all this work. So Right now, I mean, we're focused on, I just formed a new national association for multifamily law because I, I know I'm, that there's a gap between my industry and the lawyers all across the country that are doing work for the multifamily industry. So, you know, we're excited. We're um, pushing forward this forum and we're going to be using podcasts as um, a tool to communicate because it, it shrinks the entire world. It makes it more personal. And, and so I'm excited that we're going to fill a need for communicating. We're going to build a better community of lawyers that serve my industry, the multifamily industry. And I'm excited because I get to be right down there at the front row watching everything happen. That is really exciting stuff coming from somebody, Patrick, who is so passionate about podcasting. I'm really excited to see where you're taking this, the results that you have, and you know the things that are out there like Podcasters Paradise and the free podcast workshop that we do every single week that just really shares what is happening right now in this podcasting world and this medium that Patrick is going to be able to now use to reach an entirely new demographic is so exciting. And Patrick... We're about to dive into the lightning round, but before we do, let's thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, it's tax time, and if you're not using FreshBooks, your life is a mess right now. Hunting for receipts, digging through invoices, going through every record one by one, the worst. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that makes tax time a breeze. With FreshBooks, you can create professional-looking invoices, capture and track expenses, get real-time business reports with just a couple of clicks, work from anywhere with FreshBooks, mobile apps for your phone, 
and your tablet. The sooner you start using FreshBooks, the sooner you can start focusing on the work you love. Focus on your work, Fire Nation, not your paperwork. Right now, FreshBooks is giving Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial to make tax time a breeze. To get started, visit GetFreshBooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Visit GetFreshBooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up. Do you have a great new business book on the reading list but wondering when you'll find time to actually start reading it? Why not listen instead? Audiobooks.com has allowed me to listen to some amazing books while working out, driving, and biking around town. All you have to do is download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. You can even listen from your PC or tablet. Another great thing about audiobooks.com is their massive selection. You'll find great business titles like The 4-Hour Workweek, Crush It, Utility, and many more. And with their industry-leading bookmarking technology, you can switch between devices without losing your place. Not sure which book would be right for you? No worries. Audiobooks.com even offers free sampling so you can preview as many books as you like. Sign up today and get your first book for free by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. We've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you get to share some incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Awesome. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Finding the right opportunity. Um, when you change careers, because I worked several years as an engineer before going to law, I just had to find the right opportunity to um, know where I could lean fully on my skills as on the technology side and, and the legal side. And so it takes a long time to ask little kids what they want to be in life. Uh, <laughs> but I was asking all of them. What is the best advice, Patrick, you've ever received? Let the math lead you to the right decision. Uh, so much of our life is based on emotions and based on other people's opinions. Um, when you can, when you can condense it down to a math problem and you do the math, the math is going to suggest a right answer and a wrong answer. Sometimes it's a better answer, and and but if you let the math lead you to the right decision, you will make the more principled decision most often. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? It seems a little unlike most attorneys, but I, I use a lot of humor in my job. <laughs> I always joke that uh, we live in a bipolar world. We work in one, a bipolar world because people are either tremendously happy because they're doing some new transaction or they're under extreme stress because they've got some litigation that's going forward. And I tend to deal with um, litigation. And so I use humor in a lot of ways to, if it's a tense situation, I'll use humor to diffuse it. If I've got somebody that is being very guarded, but I need information from them on the other side, I can use humor as a way to close that gap, allow them to be more comfortable with me, and allow me to to gain more information than I would without it. So I, I think the personal habit I use most often um, is humor. Do you have an internet resource, Patrick, like an Evernote that you're just in love with, you can share with our listeners? 
again, a little non-traditional here. I'm in a hotel. I'm traveling right now. So uh, prior to this trip, I looked up the bedbugregistry.com. And um, in multifamily bedbugs, I've seen how difficult, how invasive they are. Um, hotels are a um, terrible source of bedbugs because they're, they're hitchhiker bugs. And so I never go anywhere, stay anywhere without looking at that bedbugregistry.com. And, and uh, it's a little bit of a curveball, but yeah. um, if you've ever known somebody that had bed bugs, they can get infected one night at a hotel and is really miserable. So that's my uh, quirky little internet resource. Hey, that's quirky, but I'll tell you, that's powerful. I bet there's some truckers right now that are pulling up their phones and typing in bedbugregistry.com to find out where they're going to sleep tonight in Fire Nation. You can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Patrick Pettit. And Patrick, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I'll tell you what the next book I'm going to read is. Um, I am uh, just picked it up. It's called Quick and Nimble by Adam Bryant. I'm always excited about what I'm learning next, and that's next to be on my nightstand. So I'd recommend that one. I, I've heard a lot of good about it. I've had some buddies that have read it, but that's next. I've, I've read all the traditional books, and I've been spending a lot more time online looking at, at technology resources. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Patrick, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? First thing is I wouldn't assume that what I've done in the past is the right answer. There may well be better opportunities, more lucrative opportunities, um, more fun with different opportunities. So I'd spend at least half that time, most of that $500, buying coffee for people, um, sitting down with entrepreneurs, other CEOs, um, and just picking their brains, listening to their stories, and and also talking to you know the public at large just to get a sense of what am I missing? If I wasn't doing this, what would I do? And then I'd spend the rest of that time focus on how to translate an opportunity into a business. And it's all about the math because you've got to have your P&L and you've got to make sure the numbers work. And so that's what I would do. And then I'd spend the rest of my life implementing Well, Patrick, thank you for showing Fire Nation that lawyers are not only entrepreneurial, but they can be funny too. And let's end by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. I guess my best part in advice is if you want to be successful, if you want to be happy, if you want to be engaged and, and engaging, then you've got to be unique. You've got to be true to yourself. You've got to be the answer to your client's questions, but you've got to do it in a fashion that leans fully on your experiences that that's consistent with who you are and so be true to yourself and and add tremendous value to your clients so be one of one 
that's that's going to make you successful. And what's the best way that we can find you? Um, we are going through a name change. So my current email address is patrick at sagelpg.com. My new email address when we rename next month will be patrick at senexlaw.com. So Patrick, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com, typing in Patrick in our search bar, and your show notes page will pop right up. And Patrick, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thank you. Podcasters Paradise is everything we thought it would be and more. Do you know we have over 350 active members who are sharing their best techniques and tactics in the forum and even connecting outside Paradise to exchange honest reviews in iTunes and be guests on each other's shows? Having a community of like-minded entrepreneurs can make all the difference. Learn about Paradise today at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 